Hi, I'm John Elsesser, Executive Director here at IMPEA, and welcome to the State House Express. Today we bring you our 13th stop in the 2021 legislative session. Now, I'm sure most of you have been sitting in the stands watching a sporting event, and it's the fourth quarter. Winning is within reach, and you just want to do something to help push your team to victory. You cheer as loud as you can, and even feel like running on the field to help. We've all been there. Well, that's where we are in the 2021 legislative session. We're well into the fourth quarter, with about eight days left in the session, and we need your help to secure that victory. So many of you have reached out and asked how you can help. Others have responded to my email request for assistance contacting legislators. In my 13 years here at IMPEA, I think this has been our best year so far in terms of schools and school leaders engaging. So for that, I say thanks, but we're not finished yet, just eight more days. So first, a quick update. Senate Bill 205, the Teacher Training and Alternative Licensure Bill, was amended and passed out of the House Education Committee by a vote of 9 to 4. Senate Bill 358, the Unused Public School Building Bill, was also amended and passed out of committee by a vote of 9 to 4. Both bills will be up for second and third readings this Monday and Tuesday. Now, except for conference committees, all standing committees' work is finished for this session. The big news for this week was the Senate Appropriations Committee passing its version of HB 1001, the state's budget. As expected, their budget amendment scaled back pretty significantly to choice expansions from the House's version of the budget. Let me give you some of the details. In terms of voucher financial eligibility, the House version proposes increasing it to 225% of free and reduced lunch in year one and 300% in year two. In the Senate version, pathways currently at 150% of free and reduced would be increased to 200%, and pathways currently at 200% would be increased to 225%, but both of those would not occur till year two of the budget. In terms of the 90% voucher tier, both versions included it, but... The House version made it effective July 1st, 2021, while the Senate version didn't make it effective until July 1st, 2022. In terms of the new ESA program, this is the one where there are probably the most significant changes. The House version was available for students with special needs, foster children, and children of active duty military families. There was no financial eligibility cutoff, and it included both 90% of the ADM amount, similar to a voucher, and the state special ed APC dollars. The Senate version is available only for students with special needs. There is a financial eligibility, which would be the same as the current voucher eligibility, and it only includes the special ed APC dollars, not the state tuition support like a voucher does. The Senate version of the ESA program is really not palatable at all for ESA supporters. It really provides no additional opportunities for families over and above what a voucher already provides. Unless it changes, even the staunchest ESA supporters will pool their support. In this case, nothing is better than something. There is hope, though, that the ESA can be approved in conference committee. And finally, in terms of the tax credit scholarship SGO program, the House version increased the financial eligibility to 225% and 300% so that it mirrored the increased financial eligibility in the voucher proposal. It also increased the statewide cap by $1.5 million in year one and $1 million in year two. The Senate version, on the other hand, included an increase in financial eligibility to 225% at the end of year two of the budget. 
Appropriations also did increase the statewide cap by $1 million in each of the two years of the budget. To say the least, we'll be working hard and need your help to get the final budget much closer to the House version. It's important to acknowledge that House Bill 1005 was never heard in the Senate, so it's technically dead, and that was by design. We'll be focusing all of our choice advocacy on House Bill 1001, the budget. A number of requests went out last week asking schools to identify 10 or so folks in their school community to call their elected representatives on each of the remaining days of the session. I'm calling it a choice advocacy phone chain. Some schools have also made or are making videos to send to their legislators. And the videos we've seen talk about how the choice program has impacted families at their school and how the expansions could impact even more families that still struggle with affordability. Please don't let these last eight days go by without you and your school owning your responsibility to advocate and to engage. We need you. During the beginning of this week, we'll continue to focus on the Senate. But midweek or so, we're going to shift to an all-legislator focus in both the House and the Senate. Now, that's your homework, so let's get to it. A few other bills on our watch list are either being considered for concurrence or dissent, while a number of others are already headed to conference committee. They include House Bill 1008, which is the learning grant bill, House Bill 1514, that's the accountability bill, Senate Bill 54, which is the FAFSA bill, and Senate Bill 414, which includes the fees fix language. We'll update you on these and the status of other bills next week. Don't forget, for an easier way to reach out to your elected representatives in addition to calling them, you can go to IMPEA's website, hit the Advocacy tab, and open our Legislative Action Center. Remember, we're in the fourth quarter and the clock is ticking. That's it for this week, and that's a lot. So until we see you back here next week at the State House Express, stay safe and stay engaged. Stay engaged.